science by definition allows for more than one opinion, otherwise you merely have the will of one man, which is the basis of cult. If it's not in the frame, it doesn't exist. I'm as bad as hell, but I'm not gonna take this anymore! I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I illusion. Where you been? Drunk. Wendy? <laughs> Darling? Light of my life. Oh! What is your one purpose in life? To explode, of course. I like death with sex. How about you, Casey? You like sex with death? Yes, yeah, so fuck off and die. Why can't they make a phone that's smaller? Is this, <laughs> is this going? Is this going on the pod? Don't put this on. Probably <laughs> don't not. Put this on anything. Okay, good. I don't want this to be on there. They, they I don't want to. Do I don't want to. I don't want to discuss our cell phone problems. Well, right before we get deep into this, see, I can't even pretend. If we lived right. in, you know, eighteen six or eighteen sixty eight Texas, we wouldn't yeah. have to worry about cell phones, bud. No, bud. And you know what? We just have to worry about the 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 native threat. We would be yeah, we'd be so racist if we lived in the eighteen eighteen sixty eight, dude. I I hate to say it, but I'm sure I'm sure like we're white. It's not like we would have been raised with anyone. Oh no, of course not. Pablo the other day, you know. So um, (laughs) this is a cold sentiment knowledge podcast. This um, and Jordan, we're not we're not racist. We hate we hate (laughs) racists, but. Why? Why do we have to keep watching movies? Uh, thank such, you, such glorious races. To uh, thank you to Victoria and Pablo who did the last week's podcast episode with us. Yes, Pablo, fantastic. So go listen to that. But Pablo was talking so, to me yeah. last night. I was talking about, I was talking about the searchers with Pablo last night while we were playing hunt, and he was like, "Whatever, your ancestors probably owned fucking slaves," and I was like, <laughs> I "No, know, dude, right? my ancestors were way too poor, but." They wish they owned slaves, well, probably. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> but I mean, I the amount of lineage that I whatever uh, since I'm since uh, you and I and we're both from Salt Lake City, Utah, and we're both from well, whatever it doesn't matter where you're from, but uh, we're from because uh, you're not Utah. But anyways, Jesus Christ, they're um, what do we call it? Oh my God, now I'm genealogy. So genealogy is huge in Utah, all the Mormons, yeah. and we did my genealogy back and. I don't know. They probably. I don't know. We didn't get to slave slave owners because, like you said, yeah, the the, the, the wealth gap was the, wild. yeah. Exactly. We're like the we're from like thing. Idaho or something. Some dirt dirt farmers. Yeah. The only thing I know for sure is that one of my like great 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 grandpa or whatever, all my relatives were original Mormon pioneers. So we're old school westerns, oh. but they were like the fucking assistant, the assistant of Brigham Young's assistant. Like they worked Whoa. for Brigham Young for sure. So they were having they were having those dog piles, dude. They were, yeah, they, <laughs> they were probably were there at clean, all his cleaning concubine. up, trying to get rush <laughs> yeah. out his thirteen year old child bride. Like, all right, <laughs> I was just let's clean say, up yeah, in here. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh my god, whatever he's doing with those poor children. <laughs> anyway, but, we're uh, yeah. we're sorry if we're rambling. We're recovering. Uh, we're getting we're trying to get back to normal because we're still a little bit askew. Yeah. Uh, we, do you know the back. last like four four episodes we said we're getting back to form, but I don't I don't even know where form is anymore. Where well, do, this is the first time we've only had to watch. I still got to do the poll and everything to get back on track. But uh, so today we're Western n- November is Western <laughs> movie month. <laughs> yes, yes, nailed it, dude. <laughs> so first try. <laughs> it always is. Um, we I like to come down off of all my horror movies, settle in, put on my old dusty spurs, and hit you know. Get on with that. So we started, I did the poll with a lot of cl- like kind of classic Westerns to kind of just get them out. And I'm, 
I'm not necessarily surprised that the searchers I, won, but I'm surprised I Unforgiven wanted... only got one vote. <laughs> right. No, that is wild. Was that your vote? Whose vote was that? Uh, I have no idea. I actually voted for the searchers because I didn't. It's the only one I haven't seen. Um, right. Same. I have not seen this movie, so so I'm like it's double edged because I'm I'm happy that it won, so that I can now cross this off my list. But I'm also very surprised at how highly regarded this film is. Yeah, um, it's it's uh I feel like a lot of so. people who are like, Oh my god, a ten out of ten masterpiece the the, the the likes of which we've never seen, I feel like they're being really forgiving. <laughs> you know what I mean? I yeah. Well, so it's so weird because I guess I'm like I guess I can understand the the time period maybe. It is it is it's stunning and it's very sophisticated in the filmmaking for oh, yeah, like, 1956, sure. Oh, absolutely. Like, I mean, and, Scorsese cites but, this as, like, one of his biggest influences, and it's like... Well, it's like Spielberg, clearly, oh, yeah. he just made he just made his fucking... What was that? The the Feeblemans or whatever. That's like yeah. that's like a love letter to fucking Ford. So it's Yeah, like, John Ford is he, literally he, in it, played by yeah, David and, Lynch, and, which is and, excellent. And is his, <laughs> and his, his, like, that's his, like, muse, his god. That's his every, you yeah. know... So well, he's, like, he's, he's just, giving him, like, I mean, John Ford, uh, credit where credit's due, it's like he is such a good fucking old-school, golden-age Hollywood director. And right. for better or worse. Like, he fucking nails it. Uh, but, like, I don't know. Like, that's just not my kind of Western. I've, I've decided. You know this, what I mean? No. I mean, this is... But, see, that's what's so funny, is this is... We don't like... We don't like archetype... Arch, whatever, the archetype... Westerns. We don't like the cowboys versus Indians. That's that's what this. That's what like all the westerns were from like 1930 well, to 1960. Like, yeah, until Sergio Leone and Clint Eastwood came along and kind of did more of like the grimy, not quite yeah, anti-western yet, but like you know they got more right, into the like un because everything else is very much white hat, very nostalgic, right, very right. clean. Like look back at like oh look how simple and 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 uh, wholesome everyone was. Back then, but then uh, <laughs> I know, but then it's they're not just the like, case. They're fucking. They're like they're like eating soup and, out of like a out of an Indian skull, and you're yeah. like Jesus Christ. Like I don't. know. They're just like they're. It's it's so funny to watch a movie. I mean, I understand. It's like how oh, it's so weird, though, man. Even then, I'm like the Confederacy was like so fly. I, I don't understand. Like I guess people loved fucking Dukes of Hazard. Like the con- Confederate flag was on fucking everybody's wallet back then. Like I just you know, it's like I just even. For the time then, period, yeah. it's like '56. It's like they were like well, supporting, like they were celebrating the Confederacy. That, yeah, I understand that's the this thing. based off a book. That's uh, it's just kind of odd to be like. That's the my honestly my biggest know, qualm man. with the movie, and we'll get into it a little bit more. Yeah. My biggest qualm is that it's just like this is supposed to take place in the late 1800s, and it's like, oh yeah, I mean, obviously the late 1800s were a time of violence and turmoil between settlers and Native Americans for obvious reasons, but. Right. And so, like, the conflict makes sense, but the film itself feels so 1950s with its very... Yeah, it feels right. like puritanical fucking 1950s, like, like America, you know what I mean? Like, we had to kill them goddamn Indians. They were on our land. This is God's country. I, yes, you exactly. Know. Oh, my God, it really is, dude. <laughs> There's, like, the, like, the dad's got, like, a, a fucking pipe, and he's just, like, he's, like, he's, like, a German immigrant, and he's, like, oh, he's like, oh this land's going to shit. And it's, like... Buddy, they're still, man, they're still, you just still exist, man. That's a bummer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't you know. Who's, no. Who's I'm pretty sure it is me. I uh, <gasps> I was trying to 
I was going to write one and then I, you know, I forgot. So, uh, but I'll give you a quick rundown for if you have not seen the searchers and you're kind enough to grace us with your presence anyway, or if, uh, you know, maybe you're only briefly aware of it and want to listen anyway, or, you know, you watched it in the fifties and you're actually a hundred <laughs> years old <laughs> yeah, yeah. and you're like, Oh, uh, which you're, if you're, you're that some, case, for some reason you're like John Luc Godard and he like, you love this movie. I just, <laughs> I'm like, uh, you're, and then their movies, all these people don't make movies that are like this. So anyways, so the searchers, right? So it follows, uh, Ethan, I forget his last name, but played by John Wayne. He goes back to, he shows back home at his brother's ranch. Uh, where he's got, you know, a couple nieces and nephew. He's been gone. It's three years after the end of the Civil War. He's been gone up to, he's got a mysterious background, probably something shady from the looks, from his, you know, he's probably out uh, one of those roving gangs that's going around the South killing Native Americans, which was happening after the Civil War. Right, right, right. It's, Taking random bounties. Yeah, and it's like sort that. of implied yeah. it, he might be one of those because he's like, oh, the... Uh, I I don't quit, and so the Confederacy they didn't lose. I just never stop anyway because he's got his great. Uh huh. Right. And he's got and he's got some like un unmarked unmarked gold or whatever. Yeah, he's definitely unmarked, he's definitely like a brigand coins. or something. He's like kind of shady, but uh, you yeah. know he he shows up back at this house and like reunites with his family and and uh, is like oh that's all fine and dandy and then um some they're like oh there might be some Comanche in the area and some cattle get stolen from a nearby ranch and they the town the men and the surrounding families and the priest uh or the reverend slash uh texas ranger they go to investigate and it turns out it was sort of a ruse to get them away from the houses so they go back to the house and oh no the, it was attacked by native americans and burned down and everyone was murdered his fa- his whole family was murdered ex- except for they they don't have the bodies of the two younger girls uh along with him is the family's sort of like adoptive son. God, I forget his name. It's like Marcus or something. It's Mar. It's Martin Polly. Martin. I'm I'm looking at the uh, whatever it's called. So Martin's there, and he's one eighth uh, Native American, and Ethan John Wayne's character hates him for that because he's he fucking hates all Native Americans. I uh, thinks they're savages and he, idiots, and <laughs> he hates every he hates every race. He hates in, everyone in this movie, fictitiously and in and real life. life. So it's no, kind of just, he just wanders marries in. his yeah, he just marries perfectly. Yeah, it does really feel like he just kind of like never t- John Wayne never took off his costume and then just wandered in. They're like, well, all dude, right, like, <laughs> dude, this and it's funny because this is like this is considered his greatest role, and I'm like, it's, it's probably the best one I've seen. Tailor, but it's it's yeah. tailor made. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And don't get me wrong, this is like. This is a lot more sophisticated than Rio Bravo, which we watched uh, last year. Correct. And yeah. Also, I, that's all, all John credit Ford. To John it's Ford. all the yeah. I like, but I just think I don't know why Rio Bravo just seems dorkier. Yeah, it, it's because it, it seems, is. It's trying to at that point the cat was out of the bag with with kind of like the paradigm shift of what westerns are. It was so too like had the hokey music and everything was like oh well right. shucks you know. Just yeah, didn't, I almost didn't remember work. Bravo being a musical for some reason. But, but I know. I get it mixed I know, up with I know uh, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> kind right, of. That vibe. Yeah, right. Uh, anyway, so he's got Martin, who's like uh, this adopted uh, kid that was, well, he, you know, he's a young adult. And uh, so they all go on this mission to try um, to get these girls back by chasing around these Comanche tribe around the area. And eventually. It narrows down to it's just Martin and Ethan. 
uh, over time, and they're looking, and it's like years. They're tra- on this trail. Ethan, uh, the, you know, he's got this the sweetheart, but he's out there looking because it's like his adoptive sister that's missing. They find the one girl has been dead, um, and so forth and so. But they just spend so much time looking, and hence the searchers. It's like their kind of quest and their purpose to find Scar, this one uh, white man in red face paint. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> that uh, that uh, you know, is this evil Native American tribe leader that took her. They eventually, anyway, long story short, they eventually find her and she's like, no, I'm a full blown, like, it's cool. I'm like, I'm part of this now. Uh, you know, she went from being eight years old to 25 years old, but it's been five years. Ago. But, know, uh, right. uh, Martin still wants to save her cause she's like, you know, brainwashed and taken or whatever. And everyone else is like, oh, she's been, she's laying with a, with a native American man. We better just kill her and put her out of her misery. <laughs> I know. Oh my god! I know. There's so much. <laughs> the it really is so. Cl- it's, it's so classic. Like it really is just like they. I mean, you know that quote unquote term. Like it. Like it's so wild to be like using the framework as like savage, and then like it's just that's that is their that's the behind the scenes thought behind it. It's <sighs> just like they were like they're like oh there was there was like a civilization, and there was like people who were nomadic and who totally the indigenous folk were scary then and so that it's like it's so weird to see that like you're saying like the 50s the 50s like mentality is like oh no no there are like good ones out there but there were there were bad ones too that were super scary and then so like it's almost kind of this like they're like oh we're taking creative liberty but we're we're expressing a story that existed and i'm like none of this existed it's like i know it's wild anyway i mean even so like even so i'm like like i'm fine with all that but it's just like it gets to a point where it's like I don't know. They're not. No. It doesn't. It's like it doesn't serve anything in the story. Anyway, let me let me right, finish. Up. Exactly. Exactly. Me, I know what it. It does is, feel. This hammy. is a crazy epic, though. This is like yeah. This is wild. It takes it takes place over yeah, like what you said, like eight years or something. Yeah, like, yeah. Which uh, I was. I, I kept yeah. often thinking of like Lawrence of Arabia, which is ten times better, but um, right. like just like big old school epics like that. You know what I mean? Um, obviously, and so you know, eventually. Uh, you know, Martin's got his side fling that doesn't really matter, and she's about to get married, and that's a whole issue, but uh, kind of inconsequential. And then, fucking, they eventually are like, oh no, we have to save Deborah. And then another group's like, no, we got to kill her, and we got to deal with this Scar tribe once and for all. So they go in there and they get in this big shootout with these Native Americans, and uh, Martin saves Deborah. And they think that, you know, old Ethan is going to go kill her. And then he eventually kind of comes around and he does save her. And he brings her back to, they're like family relatives. I don't remember their exact relation, but the parents of, you know, uh, Martin's girlfriend. Yeah, I really, I really don't remember. It it brings them, like, brings them back there. There weren't that many characters, but my God, it's like, I couldn't. I didn't know exactly who was all related. There's Moe's. Yeah, there's, I know, yeah, crazy Moe's. But it's like, I do think that they were just kind of like all, I think they were like found family and kind of like adjacent like family. Like his brother got killed or whatever. So it's like, yeah, his brother was the main. Yeah, it definitely feels, yeah, it's like they're tangentially connected to like they grew up together, right? Uh Um, So they're like close family friends. And so, you know, Deborah goes back to live there. Martin goes there and every and it feels like a closure and it ends with, you know, uh, Ethan's character kind of like he did save her and did something good kind of in like by accident. But he ended up finding a little bit of heart, which I was don't. like the only really kind of redeeming point of this movie is the ending shot 
really did illustrate his character in a way that the rest of the movie couldn't about him being like this like isolated drifter that now yeah, that, yeah, now that he's saved her even though it goes against his beliefs that's like now he has no purpose in life and everything um and so it, it ends kind of happily and you know John Wayne goes back to drift around the south and uh do meaningless do things and probably kill more uh, native americans and all that so uh that's how it goes that's that's the gist you know what i mean and there's some good right. there's some good bones there. I mean like in the well, I feel like some, yeah, underneath there's, there's a uh, really solid adventure epic story, but like like we sit, we're saying it's like so concerned about like I'm fine with the character being a racist piece of shit. I'm fine with like a lot right. of the characters being right. racist no, pieces of yeah. shit. But the film right. also constantly is like portraying these Native Americans as yeah. either savage killers and idiots. Like, right. like they're always just bumbling dummies and the, like the one guy gets it, they accidentally buys one of them and then they immediately are like, I know it's a, right, ju- right, it's right. a punchline until they're like, yeah, well interrogate her about scar. And then they're like, yeah, fuck her up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> then yeah, she runs away no. and gets killed. And so, I don't know. It just, I can never, I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. Like I get the influence for the time, <laughs> but I don't get how somebody can watch it now and also be like. Because I don't know, there's just a lot of even other watching movies. it, even watching it like in the '60s or like you know right in the '50s when we like when it came out. I like, I just I think that's what's hard for us too. Sometimes I'm like, all right, try to put on my you know my '50s thinking cap here and like, what was the what was the mindset? Oh and yeah, it's just like I I'm I'm assuming that it's like it's a lot of dads that are going to see this movie that had you know, their grandpa or even their dad, I guess, really their dad, like was really, was like closely related to this kind of like this, you know, this, this frontier of American West that didn't, that didn't exist. Like, you know, it's like, it's like, that's what, that's what's fun about Westerns is like, I like watching when they are doing frontier things, like in movies when they do like cattle rides and stuff. And it's like, it's fun to see them do like cowboy tricks. Like, you know, it, the the ending of this movie, they do the like they raid the they raid the camp or whatever into scars. You know, to do the the daring rescue. It's the climax, but there's a lot of like really really beautiful shots in that. A lot oh, of yeah. tracking shots movie, that I'm like, these are the, this movie looks oh, yeah. amazing. I mean, yeah, <laughs> and that's and that's the whole thing. And that's what's funny is that the uh, whatever the director is of Lawrence of Arabia, I can't remember, but um, he, I mean, he was hella influenced by these by these these landscape shots like that. And that was, that was the thing that I immediately was like, Oh, okay. This is where, well, anyone like the landscape any, shot. Cause this is filmed in but like Southern Utah. Right. And it's like anyone well, can yeah, right, film right. Arizona and stuff and through there. Yeah. yeah but, anyone could shoot beautiful like landscapes and make it look good. I mean, I said I mean, the same thing do, about Valhalla well, I, rising, but like there is more technically to this that actually like it yes. is well blocked and it's That's like, well, right, the, right. you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to come, trying to come to this like from me now in the time period i live in and the westerns that i admire even even older but not see i can't really think of anything that's like honestly like you know 68 or so 10 years later from this that i admire where i'm like i don't know of any movie that's necessarily older because they're either just kind of plain and boring or they're kind of just silly like this. Yeah, for but, me, it's like the aesthetics uh, I think, uh, yeah, of the, the previous aesthetic. era 
and are good, the but storytelling like storytelling in this, the storytelling device for time passing was actually really dope. Like, yeah, I really yes. appreciated having the letters and then like you showing them, showing them doing the action, even though what the action they're doing is just dumb as fucking rude. But it's like it's like them, you know, them with that misunderstanding where like, you know, Martin becomes married or whatever, you know, and they sell it. And it's like it's like I wish that like in a in a better movie it would have i would have been like oh okay that's a funny misunderstanding sure but it's like in this movie this it, it's kind of like mash you know or it's just like the punching down it's it's unfortunate yeah it makes it kind of just leaves a bad taste in my mouth but it's like but it's a funny misunderstanding and then it's told through the letter and so it like goes back you know to like the whatever her name was Lori or something whatever Lori, the waiting, I think. Yeah, Lori. you know waiting for Mar- martin to come back and it's like i liked that i liked that romantic part of it where she's waiting and it's like her character her character is well thought out where she's like i won't wait for you but then like she's but she will you know there there is like subtext in this like there's a lot of sophistication in this movie in the storytelling it's just like unfortunate that the main the main arc is just honestly to be like left to be desired like it is yeah a lot of them like just kind of walking or like go you know going around tracking and i'm like like well there's like 30 minutes of this movie that that's my whole thing is because it's it's okay well even even taking out like you know it's like i don't sit here in my throne in 2023 and be like oh back then like i try to put i try to understand the context of the time and also realize that you know 20 years from now we might be looking at it now and how fucking antiquated shit we've been doing now uh sure but so i just try to look at it objectively as just like a piece of filmmaking and a piece of storytelling and yeah, it's just like at the end of the day, it's just very kind of straightforward. It touches on a couple things that I feel like do more than previous, like more Westerns of the era. So I guess I can see yeah. it does feel like kind of like the end of that era before you get into the 60s and you start getting in more into like, oh, it's like, you know, you got like fucking um, like the Wild Bunch and like all the Sergio Leone, like everything where they take away the rose colored glasses that the thirties through fifties has shown what pioneer life and like Western frontier life was like, and kind of make it more of like this grimy fight for survival. Like, you know, uh, but it's like this movie is just shown to be like, it's so clean and crisp and it does touch on all these things with these characters, but just at a surface level that it does at the end of the day, I'm like, it's, I mean, it's not that deep and the character is okay. But we we can't pretend like 1950s. Like, there's a lot of other movies that have done, like, it's not like it's so groundbreaking. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. People talk about this. They're like, oh, this is like the masterpiece. And I'm like, don't get me wrong. It looks great. It's a good Western. It's well put together. Uh, But it's just like, I don't know. It's just fine, kind of, at the end of the day. But then because of that, you can't really look past all the fucking racist shit and like just kind of the bad storytelling shit to what's left is like a fine just an okay movie that looks beautiful you know what i mean it's like none of the performances are particularly good martin is the fucking the quote-unquote like moral compass of the movie but even then it's (laughs) inconsistent it's inconsistent right Right. Uh, well the only reason he's the moral compass is because he's he's you know it's like man everything they said in this half the time I'm like, I'm sitting there like, whoa, man, they said some stuff. God, I can't even remember. Like the, 
like the subtle racism that like John, it's like, it's funny because it's like just rhetoric that John Wayne is saying in real life. Like I know, I know for a fact because he's been quoted saying this kind of crazy shit, like half breed and shit, like saying stuff that you're like, you're like, it's just like, that's, I guess that's where it is. It's like, John, I just can't look past John Wayne's just his IRL character, like who, who he is. That's what's hard too. Cause it's like, I'm supposed to be rooting for him. The whole yeah, the whole time, thought, first yeah. yeah, the first hour I'm like, okay, he's a he's a horrible piece of shit. He's obviously he's just desecrated. He's like desecrated that corpse just to piss off any other Native I, Americans that come around, and right. like that's and I'm like, okay, that, I meant to that, hate him I'm, now, I'm, and I'm then like, he's gonna grow exactly. and he's gonna yeah, have exactly. an arc, you know, which uh, barely like barely he no, does he does no really his the only arc he has is like. He He's doesn't so, kill Deborah, even him, though he his right, principle he, is to kill her. Is to kill her, right? Exactly, exactly. Like it's all you like. His arc those, is like, ah, only, I guess I love her. But his only kinda. arc, yeah, his only arc is like he's like, all right, I'm gonna. I don't even know. I don't well, even really. Once he saw her beautiful white flesh, he was like, I guess she's what? technically white. Is that is that what it is? is <laughs> I, like, I don't know. Because he, he got up close to her that he was like, I, I do now feel that I'm like this intimate. I can't. Kill it's you. supposed well, to be like his heart. Like it is like, do you know, I think it's kind of implied. It might be his kid, too. That's the whole thing I was going to say. Apparently, it's his child. I, or at least that's there's like the a, subtext. But yeah, I read that because the timeline I did notice before I read that. That there's like a weird sexual tension dynamic, I mean, for the 50s, uh, between his right. character and his brother's wife. And the age of the girl matches with how long he's been gone from like uh, yeah. the start of the right. Civil War anyway, right? Right, 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 exactly. Because exactly. uh, so, like yeah, they've never met. Yeah. Even if it's not like actually his, even if there's nothing there, it's like there is a connection to like his, his family that's there. And so I think like he sees her and he's like, Oh come on, Debbie! Like, all right, like he's got he's is he becomes Uncle Ethan again, and not just Ethan the fucking racist killer. Uh, right. He becomes that, and then when he leaves her, like that's why I think the ending is like well, the only part that works. But it's such a small amount of redemption yeah. for a character that's like I'm all for despicable characters, but the movie itself is speaking the same language. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's my problem. Exactly. It's like, and that's I think that's what it is. It's like the movie. The movie is like. It's like, look, like we are, we're, we're portraying a good guy here. Even, like throughout the whole thing, they're like, he's rough around the edges, yes, but he's a, he's a good guy, and that's kind of where it is. And I think that, I think that it's, it's really hard because it's easy for us now in 2023 to look at it and be like, well, he fought in the Confederacy, he's a rampant racist, but it's like, but then they're like, they're like, oh no, but they were like, you know, there were, there were generals and good people in that army too you know it was like it was like it's a nation where it's almost like if you fought on the confederacy then and even in the 50s you it's kind of like well that's understandable it's like you had you know you had to you were fighting for like other state rights there's other things you know no one sure everyone kind of likes to be like to be like well slavery was just a little tiny fraction of the war <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know you're like, you're like you're like all right cool good for you <laughs> but it's also like i think that's where it's supposed to be like he he is a good character because he didn't kill her at the end period that's it it's just like it doesn't matter what else he's done it's just like the fact that like he saw her and then that was that he just that's his redemption is like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna quickly kill her because that was my whole thing before and then i don't even right. yeah watching it i was kind of like why well, did he in a more interesting anyways, in a more interesting movie because it's like he is a fairly compelling character 
But in a more interesting movie, it would make him to be the antagonist that doesn't know he's the antagonist. You know what I mean? Like, he thinks he's the right, hero. I, he thinks he's doing what's just, and his his actions may be, or, like, his motivations may be just, but his shit isn't. But the fact the movie is so concerned with telling us that he's, like, the good guy. He's and, the good guy, yeah. And I he, wish Martin, He, he like, cuts the bullshit. Him. Yeah, like, he's, and like, it, he cuts know, through the bullshit. Yeah. And, but, you know, like, he's rough, and he fucking, he doesn't have time for your funeral uh, because he's got to go out and fucking take care of business, but it's just, like, he's not a good person, but the movie keeps trying to convince you that he is, and the ending is not enough to save it. You know what I mean? No. Because it's like, the movie is very much in line, like, and I don't need a movie to come out and be like, oh, this guy, what he's doing is wrong. Like, because it's kind of, I mean, if you're a fucking human being, it's obvious that what he's doing is wrong. But so much of this, the fact that they, 1956 or whatever, but it's like Scar... The, the one Native American was speaking lines, they're like, this guy, we got to get a union guy. I, uh-huh. So, and right. fucking, the, you know, these goddamn redskins can't be part of the union, so we're going to cast some white guy and paint him. It just goes to yeah, show that it's just like, that's just another element to be like, oh, like, what are you even trying to say then? Because it's like, if you're trying to say anything that like, oh, there's like, you know, it's complicated. But you're not trying to say it's complicated. You're trying to say these are the bad guys. You know what I mean? And, I mean this, and this it movie, bleeds into the production. This, you know, which is a problem. It, historically, I do appreciate this film to look back just for that case in point, where it's like it's like it, it's it's wild that that existed, but it was like even worse before this movie. Like the fact that this movie was like championed that they actually had like true indigenous people oh yeah they touched performing. oh yeah it. they touched on quite a you bit know? you know what i mean that's what i'm saying it's, and it's like, like they did no no, no no i'm not i'm not giving them credit i'm just saying but they a were championing themselves and <laughs> they were giving themselves fair. credit yeah. in 1956 saying look at us look look at up hold these people up and you know, look how like it's like look how virtuous we are but you know but it's like oh but it, like yeah like you said a main character well they can't you know they can't be which just and that's just like and it's kind of one of those things where it's like it's not even like they could change that they had the power to change that but they were like no we won't though we don't want to because of white supremacy so it's like we'll just keep that rocking <laughs> and yeah, what are we going to do but, pay this guy speaking wages yeah, like what are we, we going to pay yeah, exactly, a fucking native exactly. american speaking yeah, wages how, like that? yeah how would we yeah we like we'll trade them beads but we won't we won't <laughs> pay know. them and that's and what's it, ridiculous it's like and people, people all over the internet are like, that. Look how, look how good they were for doing that. And I'm like, no, bud. This like, is 19. How it works. This is 1956. It's, it's not <sighs> fucking. This is, believe it or not, the movie I, is set place in the 1860s. It was not made in the 1860s. That's the difference. It's like, right, We right. have the power of hindsight, and it feels somehow like I don't know, like grosser because it is so clean and right. sterile, like. If they would have right. just taken this exact script and even the performances and look and just like just got down to the nitty gritty and made it feel real and raw, it would have really worked. But something about like, you know, Scar is a boring villain that has no presence. He's he's not even. Yeah, I was going to say he's not even a villain. He's literally in like two scenes. Yeah. So it's like, you know, but like, like make him make this like, this tribe of fucking, you know, like, you know, this warrior tribe that's attacking like, you know, sure. Like. That all works yeah. and make it like this hard life. It's like the frontier is dangerous. There's wars. We're obviously invading other people's land and families are coming there not really realizing that that's what's happening in that way. And 
make this more of like a raw, real thing. But I, I guess that's just my thing because it's like westerns weren't yeah. that until the, no later. You right. know what they I mean? Were, so. Yeah, they're supposed to be clean. I just think I just think it's like, you know, like having having like John Ford create this. I don't know. It's wild, man. They just everyone just needs to watch. The assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. <laughs> that, I mean, that that's that's yeah. I can't. I can't. That's my favorite. John John Ford didn't live long enough to, to see the greatest western ever made. But uh, he would have loved it. I don't know. Though, I think. Oh yeah, guaranteed. I mean, it's like that's the whole thing. It's like I guess that's where the whole time I was watching this movie, I was just like, all right, the like the film historian in me appreciates what I'm seeing in front of me. Like Birth of a Nation, that movie, that movie exists and it the preservation of it is important where this movie i'm like whatever you don't really need to preserve this but it's fine whatever it's it exists and it's telling its story and now and this is where this is where it stands and it's just it's so funny because it's like behind the scenes this has such it's like everything's so positive and it it just goes to show that like in the 50s it was i mean it's you know hollywood is still just white males that's like no matter what wiggle room and no matter what the steps we're making forward, it's progress and it's fantastic, but it's also like, it's still majority rules. And this was the fifties. So it's, it's like, yeah, who knows? People look back at the barbarism of now. And so I'm just, yeah, right. It is what it is. But my whole problem is like, you know, the racism, it's jarring. Take it. Take If you take all the racist out of this, it's still just a whatever movie. It, you know what and I mean? That's the, like, well, no, but what I what I appreciate about it though is like I I was like I was like okay, no racism in it. Now I'm looking at it strictly technically. It's it's amazing. It really is. Te- technically, it really it's is ahead of it's, technically it's ahead it's of the fifties for sure. Like I'm watching this and I'm like, when they shoot that like you know the night for day, and it's just like or whatever day for night, and it's like it looks uh, pretty much as good as now, looks, which is not great. Well, I was but, about to say, okay. I was about to say, <laughs> nope. Solid. Well, no, I'm like I'm like they do it in Nope, and Nope is fucking sick, and it looks so cool in Nope, and it looks really cool in this movie too. It does I mean, look pretty uh, good. though, though, be it there are a few times in this movie where I'm like, I'm like, oh, they like it's it's kind of like I don't know exactly well, how you shoot that. They could, but like they it did a, a good little job. too dark. It's like, yeah, because you could tell they like they were, something they were, in the chemical process also. But they did a good job matching it to the sets, which were like you could tell some of the sets were like that they were lit for night and well, how it was they supposed it. to be yeah. night. But then, right. but it was cut in between like other shots that were obviously day for night, uh, which right. were pretty good. And it's like, that's the thing. Technically, this movie looked astounding, structurally pretty fucking solid. But like the acting was I mean, and, and okay. I think you go. You you used to go to westerns. So I, that was another thing where I'm like, I'm like trying to think. I'm like, this is this is true escapism in the like the whole reason they have them just tracking and stuff and just going around is like that is the escapism where you're, you're like you get to be on the frontier. Like if you're, I totally understand why like some Hollywood kid or some like New York kid going to see this movie is like, holy shit, I'm I get to live this like well, and it's, this reality. The sense of, of adventure being, is there too. It's like I'm on yeah, an important journey. I'm out right. and it's with like the nature, snow. You and know? it's cool because it's all it's all shot on location, and you can feel that too. Like you can see the horses struggling, you can see the actors like struggling. You know, like it's yeah. like you know, and, and we we can get we uh we need to start having like an animal abuse I <laughs> uh, section of this because <laughs> yeah. it's like because this movie this movie uh had quite a bit, <laughs> but it's like 
but it's kind of funny. I was watching it and I'm like, I'm like, wow, those horses are probably, you know, they're, they're clearly being abused, but I'm also like, wow, they're like fucking horses are crazy agile and like super like i just i don't know man i was like having my i was having my horse girl moment where i was like horses are so beautiful they are they're so there's so much power behind that horse he like gets shot and falls down the dune and the horse like flips over like three times and then just like gets up and And it just gets right yeah like (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly i'm like that's a car right back up (laughs) (laughs) i know really though yeah dude no like watching them when they're going through the water and i'm just like i'm like this horse is like God, they can take you anywhere, How man. How can they, they swim? They, they have the, hooves, They man. built it's the crazy. West. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, yeah, but this, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, Oh, what was the horse's name? Oh, I can't remember. She's like, he's like, no, I don't want to take that horse. That horse is yours. He's like, pale, pale horse or something. What is, what's I wish his it was name? pale oh, horse. Man. That's sweet. Old, I know, yeah. Oh, man, what do you say? Like, old Scritchy or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, old Scritchy. <laughs> I can't remember. can't remember. He's like, that's your best horse. That's Dude, like, I know, this movie... This movie, like, yeah, the the connecting scenes are kind of, they're so they're so like telling of the time, which is so funny. That's how it works. It's like as sophisticated as this movie looks, the storytelling is, I mean, it's it's framework fifties. Like, it's totally yeah. like each scene is just to move the next one along, and that's how come I guess the be- the back and forth between the re- the letter reading was like that was the most impressive scene to me because that was like. Pretty creative storytelling, so yeah. I just I like, like uh, then, yeah. Then. I know that it again. It's like of the time and stuff. It's just like some of the, the most of the performances are so un, like naturalistic. Like they're just very wooden. Most of them. John Wayne normally is just like we've said. It's like everything <laughs> yeah. I've seen him in. It's like I hate the guy as a person, but if he was a great actor, we've talked about that before too. I can like appreciate. <laughs> I that. know. But, he, yeah, but he's not in this movie. No. Like it's got its, he's got its moments, but it does really just feel like it's he's, just a, he's like a, he, he's yeah, boiled he's, down to a catchphrase. It's just like that. That'll be the day. You know what I mean? Right. And right, right, right. that's kind of how yeah, this whole movie, cause we've talked about before when we talked about in previous Western months where it's like, uh, John Wayne notoriously was like hated Clint Eastwood's type of Westerns because they're like violent and like grimy and all this, which is like what we like in, in our Westerns. And it's like, I get that this time period was very much about the fantasy. It's about like, Oh, look at this simple when you're just a man being a man living off the land. Like I get that, but it's just also, just doesn't appeal to me, really. You know, like I, yeah, great. I want to go live off the land and be a cowboy. I fucking love westerns, but this, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like you said, I get, I yeah. get the influence, but I just, I've seen a ton of better westerns that it's just like this movie doesn't impress me, and I've seen movies from the era that do pretty much everything this movie does in separate chunks, just better like i've seen better acting i've seen better writing more nuanced writing i've seen fucking i mean i don't know if i've seen prettier vistas and like you know john ford credit where credit's due the dude yeah like i said he's a fucking machine about directing like that type of movie of the golden age but honestly i've said it before like i think the golden age you know 40s and 50s is my least favorite era of filmmaking because it is so wooden and sterile and like that's when all the like the regulations started coming in, and like uh, you can't, you know, before this it's like film was the wild west up until the you know the thirties, and then right. it didn't start getting to be about art again until the sixties, and so it's just like, and that's when 
you know, Westerns kind of had their rebirth again in the 60s with, you know, thing like Sergio Leone's like fucking, you know, Good and Bad and the Ugly and all those. Uh, and Clint, and then Eastwood, obviously. So, like I said, this is this is like the end of the, that era of Western, and I appreciate it. And it does sort of touch on like these ideas of like, oh, well, maybe it's like, you know, I don't know. This wants to be nuanced in bits, but it's not really. I feel like people that give it that or reading into it a little bit too much, but that's just one guy's opinion. Mm. I, I don't know. I'm bummed. I'm, I'm like, I was bummed watching it because on the surface, yeah. it's everything I want. Like it's this movie on paper and visually is fantastic. Like, I don't know. It's a good, just, it's a yeah, good I mean, story. It hits, it hits the ground running. Like that's the whole thing. I feel like, I feel like I didn't, I didn't feel the time. So that, I mean, that is a plus, I guess, you yeah. know, it's like, I felt like, I felt like, yeah, the, yeah, the sense of adventure existed. And I think that this is kind of, I mean, it's, I'm glad that it's like a bygone era. I mean, you know, clearly it's like, it's well, Western, we have progress. And so it's like, this was the we're here now. heyday of, well, this, and shortly after this was like the peak of the Westerns, but Westerns always, every decade has like this resurgence and they're usually just like, lower budget movies and um but because of that they gotta like kind of try a little bit harder like you don't well, get I the love, big I love epic the... westerns like you did in this you know time right 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 at least yeah at least you don't get them you don't get them like they're not blockbusters anymore but you do you get people who are like they they totally subvert your expectations and they're like they're hybrids which is great because i mean that's bone tomahawk is like We've done that pod. Go listen to that one. Yeah, and yeah. That, like, that is such a that's such a, a dope it, representation. And like that's so known. fictitious. Yeah. It, right. You know, like it, it's like that's what's great is like the racism that exists in that. It kind of like I don't know. It's like it serves its purpose. Like because that is like cowboys versus Indians. Yeah. But but yeah. there is you know there's a they're like a larger they're a larger sense of life and they're kind of this they're like. Kind of outliers in that, right? In that, like, and, and there's only a few of them, anyways. I don't think film, the but. film itself, doesn't need to take a stance. Like it doesn't need to create a character and be like this character's wrong or right. Like the film can be objective, and making something like something like Bone Tomahawk, it's just trying to be gritty and grimy and real and horrific to the to the extreme, right. and people are so remember it for being so intense and violent uh, in the back half. That they forget how good of an actual Western it is, but right. it's like this movie has an object. Like this movie has a voice that is in line with what the characters are saying, which just doesn't jive for me. You know what I mean? And it's just like right. if they would have taken it, if you would have take, if you would have remade The Searchers today, which I know a lot of people would be fucking say is blasphemous or whatever, but if Spielberg say. Remade the searchers. I mean, okay, right. Spielberg would make it all fluffy and Hollywood. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna but, say like he. I don't know. Give it. I feel like I feel like he yeah, could probably do that. I would actually, which actually want it. now because he like, would try yeah. and do old school Hollywood. Give it to like yeah, like as Craig Zoller, <laughs> like Bone Tomahawk. <laughs> yeah, um, I know, right? But just make it and have it be objective and just tell the story of this family and make it this intimate story about these characters and make it about this redemption arc for this man. That's a fucking good movie. Like that's a good movie. Uh, the bones of a really good movie are here, but I, I like I, I don't like I don't know. I don't know. It's it, it's in its own way for me, and it's like I I still really 
it's got a full extra star just for being a beautiful western for me just because it's like I love the genre so much um but it just doesn't really speak to the I don't know it speaks to like the outliers uh of you know western characters and stuff like that a little bit but I don't know Westerns didn't start getting that good until later. <laughs> no, really though, yeah. This but that's is totally but that's that, totally like, objective. You know what I mean? Like this is this is the subject. western that my my grandpa falls asleep to, and it's just on low volume in a dark room. That like well, it's just on Turner Classic, and it just kind of you know you know what it reminds me of. And I, I was gonna put the clip on, but I don't want to because it drops a hard f word and, and not fuck. <laughs> but yeah. uh, uh, do you remember Running Scared? Have you ever seen that movie with uh, Paul Walker? So, oh yeah, hell yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, one, of course, the yeah. kid in it, the one, the antagonist is obsessed. He's a Russian guy, and he's obsessed with John Wayne movies. And so he's oh, okay. always watching John Wayne movies, and he has a he has a tattoo of John Wayne on his back. And <laughs> the kid, the kid in it to piss him off and get him to like hit him, he's like John Wayne was a you know a friendly, yeah. uh, you know. <laughs> but yeah, 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 I, yeah. that's what I was thinking this whole time, and I'm just like just to fucking get at this guy, this like well, I mean, machismo, I just, I mean, like it's just this such. Like we're not even it, we're not even it, gonna talk about toxic masculinity, you know what I mean? Like we talk about it too it much. M- it does MD- MDC have that song, John Wayne's a Nazi? Oh yeah, dude, Millions of Dead Cops. Hell yeah. The, yeah, yeah, they're so good. Dude. So good. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like I mean, it's like I don't know. That's wherever, whatever. We've I did we? I don't know if we've said this exact thing, but wherever you stand, if you're on John Wayne's side, then. I don't know why you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. I don't know. You, I doubt you've made it this far. <laughs> you but. can, uh, th- again, like if he was an excellent, if he was a great performer, that'd be one thing. But it's like there are great. He's, he's definitely, he's definitely quantity over quality. For sure. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, there are other performers. You know, that, anyway, but what? He's uh, been in a lot. Yeah. To be positive though, what was your favorite part of this movie? What do you, um, what do you think? I mean. Uh, aside from that, like that storytelling element with the letter, uh, I really do. Um, I like the portrayal of food in this and water. That was actually something that I, I kind of like, kind of like noticed, which is kind of rare in movies. I mean, unless it's like deliberate, like where, like where, you know, in the inglorious bastards, he drinks milk and like that's shit a like good, that. That's a good like point. Super though. inglorious. Yeah, but it's that. like, it's cool. There's like, there's like a scene. Cause the whole time I'm thinking, I'm like, I'm like, fuck, this is like. That that immersiveness where I'm like, oh man, like living on the frontier was fucking hardcore. And like, go see Meek's Cutoff because that movie like gets oh, yeah. it down perfectly too. Yeah. And uh, anyways, <laughs> so it's like it's like it's so cool. Like it good. made me like want to watch like Little House on the Prairie. Like just like yeah, I just feel like I just feel like man, the the frontier is cool. But anyways, like there's that scene where he's like he's drinking off the rock. There's like the rock coming down. He fills the canteen, and it's like. It does that, add uh, to the sense of that they're out there in the wilderness and when, for years but when they're, at a time. When man. they go to New Mexico, when they're in New Mexico and they they go to that like I don't know, little cantina area, and he's eating the food and stuff, and it's like shit looks so good, and he's just like he's like I'm so hungry, and like you can tell he's hungry, and then he he doesn't want him drinking alcohol for some weird reason because I don't know John Wayne's a, a Puritan racist, and so he like he's like don't I don't want you, you I don't even understand why don't you want to drink alcohol they don't have him drink the one he, guy at the wedding too is like they're going to drink and then they're like nah. yeah the guy literally yeah. wags his finger at him like don't don't you do it and yeah and I'm like I'm like what the hell are you talking about you guys are like another, taking laudanum and shit. Yeah, that's another point that this movie feels like the fucking 50s. Because if this was the uh 1800s, everyone would be hammered. Like, people people drink, like, a whiskey bottle a day. 
<laughs> like, right. No, I mean, it legitimately was like, I mean, yeah, and it's, it's a different kind of liquor then, but it definitely existed. And anyways, people are drinking, but it's cool because he's got that, he's got that alcohol and he like smells it, you know, and he's eating and he's like, let's get out of here. And he like throws it on the fire and it Dude, like, does yeah. not look, it does not look like it was meant to go no, up went, in the place. Yeah. Like, it was like, it was like a grease fire. Like it blew up and like that, like crazy Mo was trying to put it out and stuff. And I'm like, I'm like, that right there was cinematic magic where like they're rolling he does the scene and then it's like one of those things where like the guy with the, like, the fire extinguisher on the on the end it was, they were like hold off hold off we'll get yeah, the shot there's definitely like, some looks like as soon as it, it went up they're like behind camera uh-huh. they're like oh fuck do we yeah, uh yeah you can are we gonna call cut like what are we doing <laughs> yeah and i and i noticed that happened a lot in this and that's actually something that's pretty cool like i loved i loved that like this was like a super high budget movie but it's coming from kind of like a run and gun director from back in the day and so it's got a lot of like I see like there's like shot corrections that you notice and like that like yeah, you know, I a lot that of, there's too, a lot actually. of like there's just a lot of that like that old movie magic that it's little details where it's like I never want to watch like the full movie but I do love those like the little details where it's like it's not planned like nowadays I feel like a script supervisor has to like comb through shit it's like if you make a Hollywood movie it's like there's so there's like one person to literally do everything and so it kind of like changes i mean we still get some of the movie magic like with children and men and shit and like you know you hear about it um and that's typically buzz for movies you know it's like something happened and it's like oh this like this huge production you know this huge shot got ruined but it's like they still got it anyways still that exists but i feel like it happened a lot more back in the day because they were shooting a lot more live and like a lot more like huge huge shots where it's like yeah, oh, they're like just do it shot. yeah just do it you know what i mean yeah and that's and there's yeah there's something to be something to be admired about like kind of no regulations like <laughs> clearly clearly it's i like people being safe but it's still no, kind of, I agree. Like, we, fun we, to see that what did we talk I love about that, the recently stuff. we talked about another movie where we were like that exact same sentiment we're like man i wish when you didn't have to do regulations but <laughs> It is. Yeah, I. We, it it is nice. Or something maybe. I can't remember. Like chill. Like children actors or something. I can't. I don't. It's something where they're just like, yeah, they're just fucking getting raw. But um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. The, the ending. Yeah. What, the ending what, was my favorite you like? by far. Like yeah. I mean that. That is like the, that's the, the whole final shot of him in the doorway. All I knew. So so like my dad. My dad liked this movie, but it was more like he was just kind of like he he always credited it as being like the last the last like. 50s western the last the last golden and it, it feels like that and know. totally and i love but i do love like because he always said like there's that the shot of them coming in it's like it's closing the door on john wayne like that's like it is kind of just yeah. like his character is done and so now it's like a new generation i don't know I, I don't think he was relevant know. after that because rio bravo came out after this but he did feel like paunchy and washed up in rio bravo and in this right he like definitely was just like being himself, but it does you do feel like a little bit more effort from him in this compared to like Rio Bravo, which is my most recent frame of reference. Yeah, but, damn, he was in. He's in so many goddamn movies. That's he's nuts, a lot, dude. Man. He's almost two hundred, almost two hundred movies up into the seventies. Dang, but uh, just that small like, and I don't think it was on his part. There's definitely a John Ford directing. But like, yeah, him reach like the the shot of him in the doorway, but then him reaching across and grabbing his arm in that way. That's like almost kind of like a abashed look for this character. Yeah, it really affected me in a way that I wasn't expecting for this movie. That was really good because I was like, oh, now he's he's like lost and he's like he's got this like like small sense of pride, but also it's just like, what do I do? Where do I go now? And it, it is just like this end, but it's I mean, just like. 
they're trying to capture the man with no name. I mean, that's what that's why I respect Clint Eastwood so much. It's like he he took he took what John John Wayne kind of wanted to be. It's almost like John Wayne thought of himself as being like the 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 stoic, you know, just every man, you know, and that like that perfect perfect epitome of like just white white supremacy, white perfectness. And he like thought he was just so cool. Where Clint Eastwood's like Clint Eastwood took it and he's like, well, we're gonna make it a little more subtle. And Clint Eastwood had a little more youth too, you know he. He was younger than John Wayne, so it's like I think he I think he came in and he tried to have more of like embodiment of that of the cool, but taking it from the fifties of the like Rebel Without a Cause style, where it's kind of just right. like he's just like he's like, I'm attractive but gritty and you don't have to like you don't have to run your mouth to prove your worth. Like that's that was something I I just like I enjoy about Clint Eastwood films. He doesn't he's not always he doesn't always think he's right. But he'll, but he performs well in under pressure, and so it's like, you know, his actions speak louder than his words. I'm sure we'll, uh, as the month goes on, I'll be surprised if we don't watch at least one Clint Eastwood movie either. I know I'm sad that Unforget, or... I, dude, un, so like, <coughs> I, I've seen that movie enough times. I've been that wanting I didn't to rewatch it, it though because it's like, but yes, I haven't it's seen it in a classic, while yeah. either, and I'm like, yeah, it's good. We, I mean, I'll just put it on another poll anyway. But there's so many Clint Eastwood movies. Yeah. But even yeah, even though we prefer Clint Eastwood, it's like. We don't like him as a person either, but what, what <laughs> no. he brought, what he brought to the genre and to his films, I think, is uh, just way more <laughs> impactful and I think, uh, purposeful I think that, and at, with effort yeah. than John Wayne. Yeah, John, John Wayne just does feel like he's like, I don't know, like, I don't know. He's I mean, he really he felt he felt old in the like he felt like kind of outdated in the fifties, and so it's just kind of like that's where I'm like watching him. As a as like a creator, I just Godard liking him so much is so weird to me. <laughs> it's such a weird character because none of his none of his movies have archetypes like that. <laughs> like none of his I don't know. It's like yeah, it's that weird. like that like you know macho always right. I don't know that. Yeah. Anyways, I yeah. It, John Wayne is we've we've discussed him at length uh, and that's I it. Uh, that, and I will say I'm not planning on putting another john wayne movie on any of the polls so <laughs> that's it <laughs> okay cool thank you yeah that's cool. i i don't I am, plan I'm actually, i am happy i am happy though to like kind of like really reaffirm that like i just john wayne doesn't really have this is his greatest performance and it's and it's just kind of not it's just kind of like not a performance it's like it's kind of like a john claude van damme style where he like he just comes and he's just he, and just this, perf- he just reads lines, you know, and I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And this is going to be a movie like we've talked about before where it's like as time goes on, it's going to probably get better in my memory because I'm going to forget about yeah. like a lot of the moment to moment stuff, the subtle, all the racial subtleties and the fucking just like lame dialogue. And I'm going to remember like the vibe, the searchers, the epic, the fucking vistas. Like I'm, that's what I'm going to remember. And yeah, the I, tension I, too. There's, there is good tension in scenes. Yeah. But yeah. Anyways, it's like. These are it's all things that yes I w- I'll remember it as being like this but I'll it'll always be a film where I'm like I don't really recommend it because it's I don't there are better westerns so. yeah it's, yeah I, I I think so too so uh, anyway but. that's uh, John Wayne's The Searcher's hot take I know I guess apparently so I yeah right sure, sure, sure. <laughs> so I, don't know. I think uh, I think nowadays it's probably not quite as no we're, it's not you're we're not in 1960 you know <laughs> like yeah that's true I know you'd be surprised a lot of people on Letterboxd are still like this is the fucking five five if I could give it six stars I would. Um, wild, but, uh, I don't know. Anyway, it's like even then. So, but, uh, anyway, 
Stick with us with more Westerns. I haven't, we're getting back on track, so I haven't done the poll yet, so I don't know what we're watching next week, but I'm going to go actually probably do that right now. Or I'll probably put it up tomorrow so people actually see it. Um, and then by next week, we'll be totally back on track to doing the poll like the previous weekend. I just don't want to have two Hell polls yeah. running at once, basically. You know what I mean? So totally, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah but if this poll hasn't finished yet, oh, wait, what? This poll? No, we're done here. I just haven't put up next week's poll, which I'm going to put up tomorrow. And oh. I'm going to only have it run for like a day or two, which normally, normally I put the polls up on Sundays and they go till Tuesdays. It's Tuesday now when we're recording. So, um, so yeah. So stay tuned right. and figure out what other Westerns we're watching next. We'll probably get into like some more modern Westerns and then like some like Western mixed like movies, dis- Westerns disguised as other stuff type of things. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. There's a lot out there for it. So I'm into it. I'm getting the vibe. I'm only Western town over here. So I'm going to go play some hunt showdown right now. And- I know I'm going to go. I'm going to go play the video game. Weird West. Yeah. yeah. Like it's all it's all western western theme stuff i don't know it's yeah. fun it's like i i enjoy a little enjoy a little yeah. cowboy roughing up yeah so but, uh, I, I know you guys you... are yeah wasted from doing all the october know, yeah. movies so thank you for if you made it this far thank you and go to the reddit and everything and uh come let us know what we should watch and come vote and all that good stuff hell yeah vote and then join us on patreon we've got bonus content coming up and we're uh we're kind of revamping Patreon. It, it's it's all moving and it's it's all moving and flowing and you know moving going. and grooving, I, baby. And you guys, you guys help us out there. So much support. Thank you. Thank you. I love you all. Stickers are coming. You know who you oh, are. Yeah. Awesome guys. All right, yeehaw. I'll uh, see y'all down the dusty trail. They, they were really dusty in that fight though, and that was cool. That, that was that I, I like. Authentic. That's what I'm saying. I want my westerns dusty. I want them, yeah. like, I'll put the proposition know, this, on one of the polls, but the fucking proposition I where they're know. just, like, covered in flies and shit. <laughs> yeah, the like, proposition <laughs> is fucking good, dude. Yeah, that's, yeah. I'll put See, that's, I like, <laughs> I like when, like, yeah, I like when the tension is, like, more, the conflict is between characters and not, like, large groups of people. I don't know. Anyways. Yeah, Westerns, in my mind, that's, it's, it's, uh, right. that's just it's our subjective stuff. That's how we like our <laughs> Westerns, so. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, if you like your westerns cr- crusty and clean and full of racism, then that's you know whatever. <laughs> yeah, the, then there's a then there's a there's a ton of them for you. Yeah. Of films for you. Yeah, you probably so, have a John Wayne tattoo on your back, and you're like, I get, feel attacked. <laughs> yeah, right. No, yeah. Get your get your fill. No, this I mean, this month is Turner Classic, baby. You get on there. Go to go to go to Frossum or yeah, Fossum the. There's a bunch of westerns on there, dude. It was crazy. All right, you guys. This Goodbye. Has been, this has <laughs> there, been great. There it is. <laughs> <laughs>